Good morning and welcome to uh, Convocation on this Monday. It is an exciting Monday with a number of different things going on and so I want to open with just a couple of announcements and then we'll turn it over to the SST group uh, that went to Senegal. As all of you are aware, our men's soccer team leaves today. Uh, there was uh, an announcement here at 1045. I want to invite all of you to come to the rec fit after convocation to send them off. Uh, some details regarding their trip. Uh, their first game is Wednesday at 4.30, and there is video stream coming from Daytona, and so we will be making some arrangements on campus in large classrooms uh, to show those games, as well as a couple of folks from WGCS who are going down to broadcast live. I do want to note, though, that while we celebrate this very uh, meaningful uh, accomplishment, there are other accomplishments as well that sometimes don't uh, get acknowledged in the limelight uh, to the same degree. We also have three female women cross-country runners going to nationals this upcoming Saturday and they ought to be acknowledged as well. <laughs> Petrana Petkova, Laura Harnish, and Laura Herr are going to nationals in Tennessee later this week. I want to note that this, um, uh, both soccer and, and cross country represent excellence in co-curriculars across the board here at Goshen. We are quick to talk about that in the realm of academics and should be, uh, but over the last two years we have had 11 All-Americans, uh, 23 All-American Scholar-Athletes, and 24, now 26, national championship appearances from our programs here at Goshen College, and that bodes well for who we are and how hard we work in and out of the classroom. So congratulations to the men's soccer team, to the cross country this fall. Uh, have a great trip and a great deal of success as this week unfolds, and let's uh, plan to gather to see the men's soccer team off at uh, uh, 10.30 immediately after convocation. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to the Senegal Study Service Term Convocation. This past summer, 15 students from three different colleges spent three months in Senegal, West Africa, in a group led by two great women. We spent the first six weeks living with host families in the capital city of Dakar, initially studying Wolof, then French, attending lectures, going on field trips, frequenting the open-air markets in search of yet one more colorful panya, and going to the beach a lot. The second six weeks were the service portion of the semester, which were spent in groups of two or four, spread out in cities or villages around the country. We did a variety of things. Someone worked in a machine shop, others planted crops, two helped out at a maternity clinic, one taught English, and some worked with members of a women's cooperative. And by worked, I actually mean we sat around and watched a lot of World Cup soccer games and Mexican soap operas dubbed in French. We experienced cool nights when we first got there, and then got beastly hot all the time. We had great days and bad days. We got homesick, and sometimes our stomachs went on strike. We didn't get malaria. We didn't get hospitalized. We didn't vi visit the Sahara Desert. We didn't ride camels or see lions. We didn't go on an African safari. And it may have rained only twice during the whole time we were there. Well, we hope to share with you in the next half hour our stories of what we did do. One thing that we made sure to do a lot of was go shopping, especially for fabric. And what an experience that was. From bargaining with a taxi driver 
to get to the market, to bargaining for the fabric itself, to bargaining at the tailors to get an outfit made, most of us had our share of bargaining. But it was worth it in the end to own a beautiful and unique outfit. Vibrant and colorful fabric is seen everywhere. Many of the women in Senegal wear traditional dresses, which consist of a panya, which Kate mentioned, and it's, or Sarah, excuse me, and it's also what she's wearing. It's a meter-long piece of cloth wrapped around their waist, topped with a large and flowy dress-slash-skirt thing that has varying sizes of armholes depending on the woman's age. Older women have larger armholes. <laughs> Every day, everywhere we went, we saw women in these large, flowing, traditional outfits. But there were also younger women that had the much more form-fitting outfits, complete with slits and embroidery. Men didn't wear traditional outfits as often, but on some of our group members here, you'll see some of the outfits they would have worn for special occasions. On the whole, clothing is very important to Senegalese people, almost as important, important as greetings. Hi, my name's Trevor, and uh, what we'd like to do now is teach you some of the different greetings that we're, we used a lot in Senegal. And while French is a prerequisite for the SST, it is used and is used a fair amount. Um, Senegalese people tend to use a lot of their own languages when speaking to each other, and you know us too. So Wolof and Serer were two of the more common ones that we encountered, and uh, knowing how to say hello in those was key. So, in order to demonstrate these greetings, I've asked uh, Alex to help me, and she's gonna go demonstrate a, a brief French greeting. Oui, ça va, merci. Et tu as bien dormi? Oui, beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Okay, merci. All right, that was basically just, hello, how are you? Did you sleep well? Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we'll move on to Wolof. And uh, in Wolof, well, in all the Senegalese African languages, Assalamu alaikum was pretty much standard, like standard hello. So we'll, we'll see Alex demonstrate a Wolof greeting now. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Nanginda? Nangifi. Yanginot? Wa manginot. Buba? Buba kaba. All right. And uh, yeah, typically that'd go on for two to three more minutes. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was basically peace be with you. I have peace only. Uh, how are you? A little literal translation of Mangifi is I am here. And uh, just like, how are you going? I'm, I'm going good. All right, uh, now we'll do a, a Serer greeting. And uh, this is what I used a lot on service. So I was in a Serer village, so Alex will now demonstrate a, a Serer greeting. Pardon. Mededam. Nampio. Mehemen. Anyara. Anyaya ba. All right, so that was kind of like the same thing as, as the Wolof. And uh, in Serer, there's three different greetings for the morning, noon, and evening. The one you just heard now was uh, the morning greeting. So those were the typical greetings that we used. And uh, I hope that was fun and informative for you all. And uh, if you're ever in Senegal, you can whip them out and impress some people. So, thanks. 
Throughout the course of the summer, um, we all kept journals, and I'll be reading my entry from Monday, June 26th. The Senegalese take great pride in their sense of hospitality, which they call teranga. My host family, Madame Bop, and her children are no exception. If I ask for a knife to cut my mango, they take my mango into the kitchen and cut it for me, then bring it back out on a plate. Whenever I play soccer in the village, I'm the only player never asked to sit out any games. There are times when their hospitality gets to be overwhelming. For example, Madame Bop refused to let me go swimming in the lake for safety reasons, but when her kids jumped in, I did too. Unfortunately, I also fell off the dock and caught a cold the next morning, so I can't really argue with her anymore. <laughs> Though they have single-handedly changed my definition of hospitality, in the back of my head, I've always wondered if they want something out of the relationship. At most, a green card, at least, my soccer ball, or some other gift. But today, I found that Taranga applies to all guests, wanted and unwanted, when a shabby-looking man showed up on a gazebo. No knocking, no words, and not even wearing pants. He just walked up and sat down on my bed. My siblings came out, took one look, and started laughing. They explained that this was Lum Fu, literally the village's crazy man, apparently looking for a good meal. Since then, he has returned several times in a similar fashion, on his better days fully dressed. And each time, family members serve him food, tea, and allow him to use the shower whenever he needs, but never rush him out the door. I found this amazing and told my family so. If someone tried to pull that off in America, they would get kicked out of the house at best and perhaps arrested. When my family heard this, they just said, why, he didn't do anything. I can't help but think that my host family models more closely how Jesus would react than what I would do in a similar scenario. Good morning, I'm Brad Graber. I think we might have words here. I'm gonna lead you in a song that we um, often sang when we met together on Wednesdays. You can stand when you're singing the song. And it's got some motions to it. The lyrics are as follows. It starts with, Il n'y a vraiment personne comme Jésus, il n'y a vraiment personne comme lui. That is, there's truly no one like Jesus, there's truly no one like him. Then it repeats that, and then it goes to, J'ai marché, marché, personne, personne. I walked, walked, no one. Uh, J'ai tourné, tourné, personne, personne. Uh, I turned, I turned, there's no one, no one. And j'ai fouillé, fouillé, personne, personne. And I searched, I searched, there's no one, no one. Then it goes to, il n'y a vraiment personne comme lui. It looks like we don't have the first lines. Looks like we do. <laughs> All right, and so the motions go, once it's, uh, j'ai marché, it's like this. I walked, walked, and it goes, personne, personne. And it goes, j'ai tourné, tourné. Personne, personne. Then fouillé is search, and you go, je fouillé, fouillé, personne. Anyways, it's a song I learned when I was in Benin and also in West Africa, and I taught the group it. So we're going to sing it once, or you can just start singing it for you on, but the second time, you can really come in. All right, here we go. Il n'y a vraiment personne comme Jésus. Il n'y a vraiment personne comme lui. Everybody. 
We did great. That was a lot of participation. Maybe the most I've seen in a few years at chapel. Convocation. For my um, project, you all know you have to do an SST project, I chose to write a choose-your-own-adventure guidebook to Senegal SST. It's mostly humorous, but you can learn a few essential lessons. About partway through, I'll be looking to you to make the choice, so pay attention. Um, the selection I'll be reading, and um, Trevor and Emily <laughs> will be... <laughs> will be acting for you. <laughs> um, it's, a fairly <laughs> okay. it's a fairly typical exchange taken way out of proportion for comic reasons. In other words, please don't be alarmed that this could happen to you, though I'm not saying it won't. Um, to set the scene, you're spending a day at the beach with your SST group, your girl. You're, set you're getting settled on your panya when you see a vendor, tall, dark, and handsome, approaching. <clears throat> He says, Good morning. You say, Salam alaikum. The typical wall of greeting. Literally, may peace be upon you. Degna Wolof. Do you speak Wolof? He asks. Too direct. Only a little. He singles you out now. And gosh, you sure are a fool for that Senegalese charm. You've already discovered this about yourself, of course. But they're never serious, so what's the harm in playing along? After the traditional inquiries, uh, your Wolof is pretty much spent. So, uh, he doesn't seem to catch this clue though, and keeps going. You really just are guessing yes and no here. At least you got a 50% chance, right? You're feeling more and more ready to switch back into French, where at least you usually have a vague sense of understanding. Before you can get this desire communicated, he poses one more question. Uh, I'm not Jacob. Jaga, that means husband. Hmm. Well, this is nothing new. Every cognizant male in the country wants to know if we're on the market. This is a slight problem, though. You were so distracted wishing you were speaking French that you have no idea the appropriate response. Was he asking if you had a husband, in which case it is generally best to answer yes, three, or, or did he ask if, you, if he could be your husband? to which you should obviously make a different reply. <laughs> it's all down to this horrid 50% probability. So what do you say? Wow, yes, or did it, no? Audience? Oh, I heard a no. We're gonna go with the no. <laughs> did it. After giving your answer, this guy grins. And you know, beyond a question of a doubt, that you gave the wrong response. <laughs> Who can say what he actually asked you? Looking back, what followed seemed like a whirlwind. You yourself have forgotten the ex exactly what transpired. All you know is your current unhappy position as third wife. Now you live in a cramped apartment with and at the mercy at, of wives one and two, surviving off of peanuts, literally, and not much else. Crap. The end. Please try again. <laughs> Hi, my name's Nate and I'd like to share with you something from my journal that I wrote during service. And I'd like to remind you that by service I mean don't do any work, 
sit around in your living room watching every game of the World Cup with your toast ad. July 11th. Yes, it really is square huts with thatched roofs here. Brad and I took four days to get away from urban Africa and experience the southern villages where the other students were living on service. It only took five hours, three cramped taxis, and a few thousand seifa. I spent the night in three different villages and families. It's a switch from what I learned, lived in for the past two and a half months, but it's great. Village life is more laid back than the city, with people more relaxed and content and ca to make casual conversation. It's also a relief to see some natural beauty for the first time. Honestly, I was getting a little depressed to constantly see a flat terrain of sand, rocks, sand, garbage, sand, scummy sewers, and sand in Dakar and St. Louis. As we went south, it became greener and greener, although there was still a lot of sand. In the villages, you can hear the birds in the morning instead of the traffic and loud Senegalese music. Speaking of birds, awake and sweating in a dark cement room, I realized that roosters don't only crow in the morning. Sure, the windows and doors of my room are also sealed shut with strips of cloth, blocking all airflow of light, but it was worth it to keep the scorpions out, right? Despite the difference in housing from the city, I realized that four walls and a roof is still a home, no matter if there's running water or not, a thatched or steel roof, concrete or tile. There's still the same Taranga hospitality expressed by eating chebijen, their traditional meal of rice, cooked vegetables, fish, and spice at 3 p.m. for lunch, and a Thai tea served later beneath the mango tree. And what would an SST chapel be without a student-written poem? So I'm here to fill that need. <clears throat> I'm Alex Roth, and I'll be reading two poems that I wrote. The first one is Goodnight Dakar. Liberté en is dark tonight. Lights are out, TVs are off. A cool breeze scents the night air with calm. Dinner time, cooking on concrete by the flickering light of a candle. Pound, pound, pound. Garlic, peppers, onions. You gently place the fish in the bubbling oil. Patience with the food and my broken French. You didn't even swear when the electricity stopped. The moon is the only light, creating shadowy branches and silver leaves. Tonight, I can see the stars. And then the second one, I don't remember the name of it, but here we go. Two bodies under the tree, one black, one white. Four hands cracking peanuts. Two bodies under the tree. One Muslim, one Christian. Four hands cracking peanuts. Two bodies under the tree. One old, one young. Four hands cracking peanuts. Two bodies under the tree. Neither talking. A smile says everything. Four hands cracking peanuts. Two bodies under the tree. Four hands cracking peanuts. Hello, my name's Alana King, and in lieu of the traditional scarf that they usually give the president of the college, I would like to give the president and his family some traditional Senegalese gifts. 
I can get them off. Um, these are traditional necklaces for men from Senegal. Inside they have a cowrie shell, which used to be the currency there. And they also have traditional Senegalese colors, which are green, yellow, and red. So this is for you, and this is for Quinn, and then this is for Terry. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, two things by way of uh, Thanksgiving. I realized coming here this morning I was a bit overdressed. I should have. And then secondly. <laughs> um, but th these will help uh, uh, change that. Uh, and also, I was just reminded again, and, and wonderfully so, of uh, the gift that Goshen College is being a world house of learning. And you all have uh, made that very apparent to us. And thank you so much for the gifts. I'm Gwen Miller, and this is Suella Gerber, the co-leader. Sorry, I could have let you introduce yourself. Um, as you can see, we had a great group to work with in Senegal. And it, I mean, I feel like every student experienced life fully in Senegal, really learned to love and appreciate the people they lived with, and um, it was a good experience. Um, yeah, I think that we will close with a poem that Suella adapted from Alex's poem, and then there will be a short video. So stay for that, and then feel free to head to the Rec Fitness Center for the send-off. So thank you all very much for coming. I'm doing this one right here. Two bodies under the tree, one black, one white. Four hands cracking peanuts. Fifteen students, thirty families, some Muslim, some Christian, some wealthy, some poor, they all loved. Two bodies under the tree, one Muslim, one Christian, four hands cracking peanuts. Fifteen students, thirty families, sharing homes, sharing meals, sharing conversation, all sharing humanity. Two bodies under the tree, one old, one young, four hands cracking peanuts. Fifteen students, thirty families, walking the hot, sandy streets, sitting under mango trees, all living in the beauty and in the garbage and in the color of Senegal. Two bodies under the tree, neither talking, each smiling the words, four hands cracking peanuts. Fifteen students, thirty families, dozens of mothers, hundreds of siblings, Countless friends. Two bodies under the tree, four hands cracking peanuts. Fifteen students, thirty families, our lives forever altered. I would also like to add the movie is composed by Nate Herr. So enjoy.
uh, the cloth that you see up here, the first section are batiks that the students created in a workshop. So, and the rest is just, um, just Senegalese fabric. So, and um, I don't know that everyone's name was said, so while we're getting the video, I can just mention everybody that was on, uh, on SST. Emily, and I'm gonna draw a blank on your last paper. Hershberger. Amazing what happens when you're in front of a lot of people. Uh, Elizabeth Bushert, Alex Roth, Eric Crable, Trevor Kaufman, Kayla Kaufman, Brad Graber, Alana King, Eric Bixler, Charles Bontrager, Kate Harnish, Sarah Zweer, and Nate Hurt, Suella Gerber, and I. So hopefully we'll see this movie. La crème glacée a fondu Dans la bouche belle et sage De filles je nage et sans maquillage Et joie confondue dans la béatitude de l'image Tu fais qu'un homme de plus qui se cogne au fond du coquillage Malgré les fièvres, le sourire aux lèvres Comme le jour qui s'élève, on se livre, on se lève Le feu rouge débloque en jaune et black Les taxis actionnent la carte en action Ici y'a plus d'issues Maintenant c'est sering, bye, c'est le Sénégal Ça sent bon, tu rails Les femmes sont en paille, tout le monde est en paix Loin de la France, dans ma tête c'est l'île de Gouré C'est taf, taf, car rapide Passe, passe, corobal, loin des embrouilles, carabine, des tasses, tasses, ici l'islam Daraji, Samambok, Dja, Jeffway, au Sénégal, j'ai des droits On a les simples cours d'accord, soyez des soucis, toi Fais la compagnie et prends rancard Je prends mon billet direct, direction Paris-Dakar A tous mes gars, destination Sénégal, on va pour moi immédiat Et y'a pas de désert, on va pas se bizarre, prêt pour le départ Boulouac, ta gueule se billet Paris-Dakar This is the Team. It's recording. I feel it already. Do I touch it? That's the witch. That's the witch. No, I don't. 
Windier here. Yeah. There's a fifth country. Fifth country so far. I'm taking a video again. So <laughs> <laughs> just do something cool. I don't know. Hey! <laughs> oh crap, it's on video. Why do I always do this? <laughs> hey, let's make the story of our trip. Oh, Brad right. taking videos instead of pictures. <laughs> ah, break. It's on video. <laughs> <laughs> it's on video. <laughs> oh, I've done this so many times. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs>